0: You are listening to the one and only Visionaries Wrestling Network, envisioning excellence and providing your perfect podcast experience. It's that nine to five time to feel This
1: is Band from Ringside. Tonight on the Band from Ringside podcast, AEW announces the title match at full gear. Flair's got heat with the WWE. Your King of the Ring update, TNA announces a new TV deal, that, and our Clash of Champions predictions, and a whole bunch more tonight on the Band for Ringside Podcast. Who's TNA? <laughs> what are they called now? Impact, Maybe. baby. Hi, right, that's why. I'm <laughs> ah, yeah. Ditch that nine to five. It's time to feel alive. <laughs> Hello, Marks, and so welcome to the Band for Ringside Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Bill Vagie, a.k.a. K
0: page, K job looks like a lady. <laughs> <laughs> to my right,
1: <laughs> to my right, we have two beers. Zach, Paul, what's going on? Two beers.
2: Uh, not much, man. Uh, it's September 12th, which means yesterday I was reminded that uh, The Undertaker threw Mankind off a of Hell in a Cell in 1998, 16 feet through an announcer's table, so never forget. Never forget. I keep writing September 11th on all my checks.
1: And to his right, we <laughs> have Jason Cornelius Bell. What's going on, JCB?
0: Allow us to pull down the latest edition of the Band from Ringside podcast, volume uno, dos, Trace, Chapter 3, verse 14, and the Good Smarts saith hashtag boo the heels, listen, share, subscribe, repeat. It is all good, baby. Shout out to my girl, Becky Balboa. I love you. Um, I can't come back from something like that. He always makes the bar so high, so I just I feel like, you know, anything I say <laughs> coming after Zach is just like nothing at this point. And to his right, sitting in Lucha
1: Chris's seat, we have Murray, the Murray Man Warrior. What's going on, Murray Man?
3: I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I, no caffeine, no booze. But I got about a truckload of, of uh, Sudafed in me, so it all kind of levels out. Yeah, say. i trade one up. for the other. We are coming <laughs> at you from the
1: exquisite Shock City Studios in beautiful St. Louis, Missouri. We got Andrew Bushway turning the knobs tonight. Wally Pippa's in the house. Murray, what's exciting about tonight?
3: Uh, one, it's kind of bittersweet because it's actually my last regular night on the show. Oh, yes, I know. I'll be back, my, and there'll be it, other things that I'll be doing. But I know. It is uh, sad, though. But what's exciting about that... Mm-hmm is that it's continually going to be live on social media even though oh, I'm not here.
1: hell yeah. yeah. On what social media?
3: Oh, on Twitter, of course, at yes. BFR Pod. Hell yeah. Right now on YouTube. Nice. Band from Ringside Podcast. I shared it all over Facebook and everything else. Also, friends of BFR on Facebook. It's a little private group that we could add you to if you like. Keep up with all the things BFR. It's so, a highlight
2: of my life. It is, actually.
0: I like having sex. I'm sorry. That's just me.
3: Yeah, well some of us don't have that, Jason. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes I like some to us be, take what we can friends get. Friends with BFR while having sex. Tell your friends about the
1: podcast if you have friends that best. watch wrestling. Tell us tell them about the podcast. We don't make any money off this, guys. We just like having the conversations. Don't, 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 I promise. Tell them. That. <laughs> I'm fucking making okay. tons yeah. of money. Yeah. 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 Fuck. Why I'm leaving. Right? Before we get too far into it. Uh, we got to talk about that day one-ish sponsor that keeps us from not losing too much money on this podcast. (laughs) That's JJ Twigs, which is uh, at South City Pizzeria. Go get yourself some JJ Twigs, guys. They got the best thin crust pizza in town. They got the double-decker pizza if you wanted. They got... delicious appetizers, you can take your family there if you want to. Hell, if you want to go up there and just sit at the bar and drink, you can sit at the bar and drink. You might see me there. If you go out into the patio, you can bring your dog. You might see me there with my little Reba. Oh, Reba. Oh, my little Reba. Oh, I love you,
2: Reba, so much. This is from the guy that hated dogs like a year ago. I I hated
0: dogs like a year
1: ago, but I mean, Reba is my light and my life. So, um, before we get too far into it, no, let's get right into it. Let's get to our three counts. JCB, what you got?
0: Sometimes I hate to be right but in this case. Yeah, I'm right. Baron Corbin versus one Chad Gable. Thought this was going to be on quest of the Champions, but apparently we're going to move that up to Monday night. That is your set King of the Ring final. Obviously, I'm not going to talk about how it happened, what happened. Uh, I'll just say this. Kevin Owens getting fired is something of a storyline that just needs to retire at this point. I I get thoughts. it. Shane right. is is going to always be around but if Ke- NXT better be Kevin Owens spot otherwise this this yeah. storyline just needs to retire. That'd be perfect. It would be perfect. It it makes sense. What for did once. you think about the use of
1: Shane on Tuesday night Smackdown? So Elias apparently has a shoot injury. Yep. Ankle injury.
0: yeah, an um, ankle
1: injury, and apparently Shane was at jury duty. So, him being off TV for the last couple of weeks, then coming back in, inserting himself into the King of the Ring, and uh, making KO the referee, Chad Gable versus Shane. What did you think?
0: All makes sense. All the things that would make my eyes roll, make me all about, God, here's shade back. It all works. It so did. It works. I, I give him that credit. It was a fun segment. I give him more credit because... Chad Gable wins back to back, but then the second one was the submission where he put the ankle lock on him, and still to this day, I don't know why he's not Kurt Angle's son. I know he put the ankle lock on him, and then you know put the grape grapevine on it. (laughs) I was just like, dude, this is Kurt Angle. (laughs) I wasn't even tripping off of him with. Thank he you. Looks like him. I wasn't even tripping off him winning. I'm like, man, this should be Kurt Angle's son. All in all, it works. Then, obviously, the firing of Kevin Owens happens after the fact. So, his status, quote-unquote, is in limbo. I'm sure he'll end up in NXT. That's probably the safe bet. Him and Johnny Gargano, I can see that already being a nice little feud to start their rivalry off with. But, ultimately, getting back to the point, Baron Corbin versus Chad Gable will be crowned. The king of the ring winner will be crowned on Monday night. I said Baron Corbin from the start. I see no reason for me to back down off of it now. Chad Gable has had his run, but I really, really think that this is going to be Baron Corbin's time because he was going for that little, strength, little stretch of time, which was perfect. It got me, you know, okay, I'm, I can't hate you all the time. But truth be told, he's had a couple good matches in this run, so I got to give him credit for that. Ooh, BC? Yeah, BC had a couple good matches uh, in this run. I'd I, I be lying that about I've saying seen, he didn't. Best he, matches that I've good. seen him in since NXT. I'm not going to go that far.
2: He's I, good. No, I'm not going go that far. beer. what do you think? Uh, I hated it a lot, and I <laughs> here's why. <laughs> what a shocker. like I actually, no, I actually liked, Overall, I liked both these shows because uh, Monday night I was slow. Uh, the upstairs closed off at the brewery, and I got to, like, I was cleaning a bunch after a party. I got to watch, like, a good amount of Raw, and Tuesday I got home, and I watched, like, SmackDown, uh, Watch more of these shows than I usually do, and I, I overall, I liked both shows. Here's why I hated it. That segment, uh, big KO fan, just like you are, KO is supposed to be, he, they're, like, positioning him as, like, the new Stone Cold, right? Like, it's obvious he's got his... his Finishing move, um, you know, he's supposed to be, like, the everyman. I feel like people can relate to Kevin Owens. I know what you're going to say. So here's the stupid thing. First of all, you get Kevin Owens as the referee because in order for them to rescind this $100,000. Kevin Owens is a multi-millionaire. He's a superstar. $100,000 is nothing to him. It's everything to us. But to Kevin Owens, like, he shouldn't be whining and fucking crying and bitching about $100,000. How students- much money do you think Kevin Owens makes a year? Over a million? Nah. Absolutely over a million dollars. I don't think so. Yeah, Kevin Owens makes over a million dollars a year. I'd say no way. All right. Regardless, this dude's a multi-time champion. He's been in the company for five years. He, he came into the company and beat John Cena. He's been at the top. Anyway, here's the thing. The first fall, this guy counts him three. It was fine. Like, he does, like, you know, he just counts him three, and which is... Totally fine. That's what a referee does. But then the second fall, he's fucking dilly dallying around like he, like they just make him look stupid. That's the thing. They make him look stupid because he is the baby face and they can't make a baby face for anything. So he counts the fall. Shane says, now it's a two out of three falls. And now he's pussyfooting around and he won't, he won't do anything until Shane's like forced to tap out. Yes. Right. Here's the thing if you. This is this is really funny because um, it was Brian Alvarez said he's like if you replace Kevin Owens name with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Shane McMahon's name with Vince McMahon and you say this storyline Stone Cold Steve Austin would never fucking ball and whine about a hundred thousand dollar fine and after he got fired he would have stunned the fuck out of the McMahon and he would have like he just got fired and then the fucking show went off yeah the air. but
1: that's I mean that's like comparing fucking that that's like comparing you can't say that because it was 1999 through 2001 when Stone Cold was at his height. Like it was a different time in the culture. I get like, that, but that's what they're trying to do. Yeah, but Kevin Owens is his. He's his baby face persona is. Not, as much as everybody wants to make it Stone Cold, it's not Stone Cold. He's a family man. His babyface persona, ever since he did those selfie promos when he was at the mall with his kid going to the movies and shit, he's always been a family man. That was good. Stun Owen
0: Stun doesn't necessarily
2: help your case. Yeah, he's got a t-shirt, Stun Owen Stun.
1: Oh, no, it it, it doesn't necessarily hurt my case, though, either. Just because the guy has a finisher doesn't mean it's the same thing.
2: Here, here's the thing. It doesn't matter. You can make those comparisons or not. But even if you don't make the comparisons, they still made him out to look like an idiot. And I thought you, of all people, would have my back because he's your boy him and he's slow, your favorite him, wrestler ever. Him
1: slow counting. I thought you were going to say just talking about him slow counting with Shane. I thought that that looked stupid. Yeah, think, that's what I mean. I think like if, he you, was... if you're going to have a baby face, you should have him be altruistic and be like, I, you know, despite the money, fuck it. I'm going to count it yeah. fair down the line. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Totally that, get that, that's what I'm that's what I'm getting at. OK, I, so that's the only reason I think it was good that they brought him in. I think it was a good way to bring that storyline back, you know, taking advantage of Shane went out for jury duty and Elias is injured. So now we can just like flip flop and we was, get these things going. It
1: was a segment that got a lot of shit done. Yeah. Shane versus Gable when Elias is hurt and have KO be the referee. It was a it was a segment that got a lot of shit done. Not trying to share in your point. I But I saw all the same stuff on Twitter, and that was, I'm just, uh, you know, I'm lashing out at you like you're just all of Twitter. <laughs> I didn't look at Twitter. And you I know haven't, what? Fuck you, much. Zach. True. Murray, what do you think? Uh,
3: <laughs> the one the one positive on it for me was that Gable got a tap out at the end instead of even being. It, that, that, to me, was a better way to end that match than all of the shenanigans afterwards. The only other thing I always have to try to keep in mind with Kevin Owens is is the dude flips at the di- at a dime? So who knows if him playing baby, not baby face, but playing this little baby bullshit, isn't him leading into some type of heel turn anyway? You know, because just kind of like uh, Seth Rollins. I'm not a huge fan of Kevin Owens as a face. He does good as a face. When are you moving? <laughs> he, does, he does good as a face. He Please of, go. He's like a Jericho in the sense that he can play either side, and he's good either way. I just personally like him better as a heel because he can do either one. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. But. I, you know, I I don't care for Shane McMahon being anywhere near the product at this point creatively or or on screen, nah, and I
1: and I get that, but I think that was the best use of Shane because he, he put a guy over. Oh, I agree. It furthered uh say it furthered something with KO. I know that's a n- never ending feud that everybody's sick of. I get it, but if they're Hopefully going this to is ins- ending it, if they're going to, ins- I think it's gonna go to hell in the cell again. If they're because they're, they're not on Clash of Champions, neither one's on Clash of Champions, and Hell in the Cell's the next pay per view. Yeah. I'll say this: uh, I love the idea. I, I'm listen. We're not we're not going to pick who's going to win yet because I put it in the predictions for King of the Ring. It's going to be part of the predictions. I hope every the, everybody's fine with that. Um, I hope that Gable wins. I think it's weird to have a guy win King of the Ring when nobody knows his music. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, when Gable's music played the other night, I was like, Jesus, I have no idea what his music American is. American Alpha. But it's, yeah, but still, American Alpha hasn't yeah, been on TV for that's a long that, time. That's that music, though. Um, but that Gable can fucking work,
3: man. Dude, he's a bad he's a motherfucker. motherfucker. so
1: awesome. But we got a lot of stuff to get to tonight. So let's get to that two count.
2: Two beer. Uh, our two count has some pretty potentially lasting ramifications so anthem which is the parent company of impact wrestling which uh, if you haven't checked them out lately um it might be worth your time uh they got uh, impact same.
0: is doing the damn thing if you yeah. if you can get to it i suggest you
1: also, go check it out i said tna off the top i just want to issue a, tr- a retraction
3: <laughs> <laughs> he meant tits and ass, I meant tits tits t- and ass. yeah <laughs> see you ain't shit
2: so uh, Anthem is the parent company of Impact, and so Impact got kicked off Pop TV not too long ago, and then they went to this terrible Pursuit channel where they're getting like uh, a couple thousand viewers a week. It's a really, really terrible. Uh,
0: or or you can find them on Twitch.
2: Yeah, or you can find them on Twitch. Uh, so uh, their viewership's not been great, but the storylines have been good. The wrestling's been better, and um, I really like Impact. I try to catch it. I don't always catch it. It's a two-hour show. Um, you know, we only have so much time, like during the week. And uh, anyway, everybody tells me it's good. It's yeah, it, is. it really is, and, and their their pay per views are good too. So the book, the, the booking makes solid sense. Alternative, yeah, absolutely, the booking really makes sense. So now we have this parent company buying Access TV, and the whole reason they're doing that is to put impact on it. Like that's their main catalyst for doing so that. Cuban sold it. Cuban yeah. sold it, uh, and. The, Access TV is the current home of both uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling here in America, and it is the current home of uh, women of wrestling. Uh, one of those is slightly more important than the other. Uh, I don't know if you've caught women of wrestling. They got Tessa Blanchard, who's also, she's at the top. But she's also at the top of the women's division at Impact. Um, they're in the middle of a season right now, and they do have plans for a second season. Uh, they're not dealing with any current programming they're not changing any current programming new japan pro wrestling has their contracts through january 2021 so they will still be on that programming here's the thing the wrestling industry right now is in a huge state of flux and we see this with nxt coming to usa we see this aw is going to be on tnt uh now, uh, SmackDown is going to be on Fox. All of these things are happening. ROH is suffering uh, from losing talent and suffering from, uh, you know, viewership. Um, same thing with Impact, you know, suffering from viewership. And this puts a lot of pressure on these companies. Uh, Impact will now own, like, HDNet has a bunch of, uh, they own the rights to a bunch of old ROH stuff, Uh they are now potentially like going to be able to pressure ROH. You know, Sinclair has a ton of money. They like ROH for easy programming, but with New Japan's, they're also awful. Yeah, it's yeah. Sinclair's a terrible company, uh, but they do have a ton of money, and so we'll mean see. Vince is awful. Awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, there are not too many, um, you know, shining stars and and in, in the billionaire class. Yeah. So. Uh, so we'll just see like how this goes because uh, I heard a rumor. This was posted on Reddit from the guy who is like kind of a Impact Insider. He's posted some stuff in the past, uh, rumors that have actually turned out to be true. Uh, but he's posted that Impact is looking or Anthem is looking to purchase ROH. And if they were to do that, it would be another boon for Impact because they would get a bunch of talent. They could also pressure New Japan to form a relationship because right now New Japan has their relationship with ROH. They don't like Impact because Okada went to Impact in 2012. They did nothing with him. And then he went back to New Japan and became the biggest superstar uh, that we've seen in the modern era and arguably the greatest wrestler like as far as like prestige and talent like alive today. So – They they're not fond of that, even though they don't have any of the same management whatsoever. They're still Japanese are very traditional, conservative, and they're very slow to change. So uh, we'll just see. Like right now, New Japan's still going to be on. Not uh, to generalize or anything. Yeah, well, (laughs) (laughs) but the Japanese business people, I should say. Uh, But I mean, you just see it. That's that's just like what happens. So you'll still be able to watch. in translation. I mean, that's all I know about them. You'll, you'll be able to see Women of Wrestling. You'll be able to see New Japan, at least through 2021. And pretty soon, we are going to be able to see Impact. And all of this is up in the air. There are no definitive answers. There's just a bunch of rumors. Uh, but, I mean, it's worth, like, speculating. Uh, shit's going down. The, like, we live in interesting times and, uh, in a variety of ways. For sure. Murray Man.
3: I, I'm all about it, man. I, honestly, like like you said, viewership is down, but... Like honestly, in what I've caught in their pay per views, have a lot to do with it too, in my opinion, because they they've put like Slam was amazing. That was a great and, show, but it was awesome. I'm actually into what they're doing right now, and they've got a lot of great talent that you know isn't going to survive anywhere else right now either. And they're doing good things with them. Like I said, they're definitely an, uh, a positive alternative to you know, like me personally. I'm not a massive fan of Raw and SmackDown lately they're doing things that I wish Raw and SmackDown were doing as far as telling stories and and the way they're booking those matches. So if they can put it on, uh, you know, a platform where more eyes are able to see it, I'm totally about it. Also, uh, NWA is getting their own... oh yeah they're doing and yeah
2: that's another one they're doing oh it's yeah wrestling's
3: popcorning like crazy right now more than it ever has so jcb and that
0: i think that was kind of the reason why i I kind of wanted to talk about this because i know a few weeks ago i was saying that roh might be one of the first dominoes to fall and now it's starting to look like at the very least they're getting passed on a weekly tv deal that and I know it doesn't seem like much, but look at it like from the eyes of uh, NXT. It's going to make NXT more marketable for all those who don't know who NXT is, don't haven't seen NXT. Now you have a chance. So same thing for Impact. I know where Access TV is on my my cable station, the dial, whatever. So whenever it is Friday night, when it comes time to find it, boom, you got it. So I mean. Ultimately, this is going to help Impact, but then on the next picture, if they can get Ring of Honor, that is the bigger deal because now they'll have the TV deal that they've been longing for for, since, I guess, they were on whatever, Spike or whatever it was a long, long time ago, and now you'll have a better roster. The women's division is set right now. You can bring over Jay Lethal, uh, Marty Skrull for the limited time. Those are both
2: men briscoes
0: briscoes they're not women anyway (laughs) (laughs) you bring that talent over you would put all of them now on a national tv stage you'd have something going uh
1: you know we don't have a whole lot of time to talk about this the only thing i i love uh the competition that's happening right now in terms of impact and nxt and i mean you could you could talk about the competition when you're just talking about AEW and WWE products, especially because I don't think that people really understand what's going to happen when WWE goes to Fox. When every single Fox Sunday football show that you watch is going to show SmackDown, uh, SmackDown Live advertisements and shit like that. I don't think that people get it, but oh, they will. I worry about oversaturation a little bit. But then on the other side of that token, I think a rising tide floats all boats, and the cream will float to the top, and that will get rid of a lot of shitty stuff, and hopefully, I mean, hopefully the best stuff survives. It kind of worries me that some of the best stuff won't survive, but... I mean, it, it, it is, it is so I've heard the third boom period of wrestling, if we had to talk about it like that. Like, It feels like we're in, like this podcast started at the beginning of some sort of cultural shift in wrestling where all of a sudden it's kind of cool to be a wrestling fan again. I, I mean, we were cool the whole time, but I mean, always. other people, <laughs> it's kind of cool to be a wrestling fan again. So, I mean, that's, unless Jason had something else to say.
0: I'll just say that. Ring of Honor is a good product, but ultimately it just suffers from just lack of viewership. There's been three fights in the last three shows they've had. That's not going to bring anybody else out. That's going to bring it to our three counts.
1: So I'm going to add these two together. One of them I was going to say for odds and ends, but there are no odds and ends because we have tons of predictions to get to. Uh, So we're going to do a lightning round three count here. You guys ready? All you guys are looking at your phones. Lightning round three counts. So AEW announced their title match and another match for full gear. Uh, Kenny Omega is fighting Dean Ambrose. Um, John Moxley. John Moxley. Sorry, guys.
3: I'm on my way out. I got to get it all out. Get him. Get Jonathan, him. <laughs> Jonathan
1: Good. Fucking who cares? Yeah, everybody knows who I'm talking about. Say, you see me just
0: shaking my head like. Ugh.
1: More importantly, we're going to have uh Cody. You guys knows how I didn't say his last name that's, yeah, me. That was that's, proud that's of you. me respecting
0: that was proud of you first versus first versus
1: Co- versus, versus, no respecting yeah. Cody versus uh Jericho what do you think Zach about that main event match
2: uh, i think it makes perfect sense if you've watched the AEW pay-per-views uh the best matches Uh, Or at least the most interesting matches, like storyline-wise, and the most over person on both shows has been Cody Rhodes. Yeah, I mean, like, like it—he's won both of his matches. It makes perfect sense logically, and. You know, for all the people crying that he's a EVP, what you never thought he's going to get a title match, he's a fucking star. Right. Uh, so he's not going to win. Fucking boo, fucking hoo your way I mean, to if, the fucking... If, if that
1: bothers people, it's like, fuck off. He's like 34. He's yeah, like no. in the prime of his career. Yeah, just go to bed. Fuck off. You're probably already in bed. JCB, <laughs> J-CB what do you think? Yeah, you're probably <laughs> at Denny's at 4 o'clock having dinner. <laughs> fuck weird. off, you old ass Moon's
3: bastard.
1: over Miami go no. no, go is good, man. Moon's over hammy is good. It is Go good. ahead, Jason. Um, I like the Cody Jericho deal. Cool.
0: Um, it makes sense like uh two beer said uh moxley omega makes sense because you can at least could at least start that storyline up Ambrose. so i mean yeah uh, at the end of the day, it it just kind of makes sense um i don't care about cody getting the first crack at the title i mean you don't care about it or it no i mean it doesn't, it doesn't bother, bother me because somebody has to do it so i mean who's who else is undefeated Cody Rhodes is undefeated. Anybody else? Okay, Cody Rhodes, step up.
3: Murray, what do you think? I agree. I, I mean, I think the the, the Cody-Jericho thing makes perfect sense. I have no problem with it at all, and it'll probably be a badass match. Uh, and then the Omega Moxley thing was supposed to happen. It didn't. Now it will.
1: The coolest thing about Jericho versus Cody is that I, I, I can't think of us ever seeing it before. I'm not sure it's ever happened did it ever happen WWE?
0: I'm, like it's got to happen some, like maybe on some Stardust Jericho
3: maybe like a card tag, feud. tag team thing even maybe Yeah, I was going to say I would be stunned if dust. it did. Yeah, happen. but not, not
1: not in the kind of situation where they ever get more than 10 minutes and they're going to get more than 10 minutes That's this WWE time. So it's, why two co- gay. Cody, uh, Cody <laughs> co- Cody and Jericho are the two best storytellers on that card. Yeah. And they yeah. they are going to be able to tell a story, and that's going to be great. Uh, the other one uh, that I want to talk about was Flair's heat with WWE. Flair is mad at WWE. He's trying to uh, he's trying to license or trademark the man because Becky has been using it, um, and WWE's lawyers are not calling him back. Whose side are you on, Jason Bell?
0: I'm a huge. Huge Ric Flair fan. Yeah, I mean, this is my idol. This is the reason why I love wrestling heels. He is so far off base on this that doesn't this make game. sense. I mean, everybody steals his gimmick is from Dust or uh, Buddy Rogers for Christ's sake. So I mean, manners? No, he, uh, the Rick nature Flair. Bo- nature, Boy, nature Boy. Rick Flair's gimmick is from Nature Boy Buddy Rogers. So yeah. I mean, let's just keep it clean. Everybody steals. If He should not even be threatened about this. Becky Lynch is a great right now. Ric Flair is a total legend, and he should just go ahead and just keep it moving on this.
3: Murray the Merman. I'm going to let Lucha Chris take this one. Ric Flair, woo your ass on out of here. Quit crying about that shit. Get over it.
2: I got uh, a different take. Two beer. Uh, I think WWE has always been totally fine taking other people's gimmicks and never fine with paying out whenever they should. And you know what? Ric Flair's a legend. He made you a bunch of money. You have more money than you've ever fucking had in your entire life. He's not trying to take money out of Becky Lynch's pocket. He just wants his take. Dude's a fucking legend. Give him a little fucking Skrilla. To-
1: totally on 2 Beer side. I can't believe that anybody's against Ric Flair. That is like when people are for the NFL owners against the NFL players. Rick Flair. Whenever invented- non-racist people are, <laughs> 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 pay the racists. Yeah. <laughs> they already do. Every Ric week. Flair. That the thing when she started calling herself the man was when she was going against Charlotte
0: Lynch. Or- Charlotte oh, Lynch. <laughs> oh, you bet. Yeah, you better not, not not even. You better not edit that out. I swear to God, I'm not even drinking. That's bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Some wine in there? No, I I don't taste it. It's Coca
1: Cola. (laughs) I'm calling at what? She was going against Charlotte Flair, and she said, "To be the man, you have to beat the man," and that is Rick Flair's saying. That apparently he started saying in 1981. First time he said it on TV was 1989. WWE is worth. Billions of dollars, and here's this guy that probably should have more money than he has, but he's been spending it. He's been dying, and all he's saying is this: his current wife who sat next to him in the bed for 90 days while he was in the hospital, he wants to just take care of her, and he wants a little piece of what is his, and he's not going after Becky Lynch at all. It's not going after Becky Lynch. I'm
0: not saying it he's is. He's
1: going after WWE's lawyers who basically aren't even returning his phone calls. Give the man his money. She wouldn't be calling herself the man if Ric Flair never existed in WWE. Give the man his money. I'm on Ric Flair's side.
0: Okay. It's bullshit. Look, I'm not saying that it's not bullshit, okay? No, I'm you're just, against the people. No, I'm not. I'm just <laughs> saying that I'm thinking he's taking this probably one step too far. Where you getting... You're going to start wearing college shirts
1: where the collar is white, but the shirt is colored like Robert Kraft? Like You're going to start being one of them billionaires? Who would have thought you'd be part of the lynch mob <laughs> out of all of us?
0: <laughs>
1: That's going to do it for our three counts. Jason, tell us about F&B. F&B, you on the
0: corner at 3453 Southampton, part of our independent restaurant tours of <laughs> <laughs> <Asshole>. <laughs> part of our independent restaurant tours on what is that Hampton He's a thank you very much he is a hugger I'm not even going to try it I'm <laughs> going to leave it alone Check my boy Mike out. He needs your support. I would appreciate your your support to throw his way. F&B corner of 3453 Southampton and Marquette. Tell him that Bam from Ringside sent you. Oh, yeah. What (laughs) What the the
1: fuck? fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Let's do some (laughs) predictions. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Andrew Bushway is going to throw himself in on these predictions, and there's a lot of them, guys, so we got to get through. That's why I said we only had 20 minutes to do the thing, and it took us 35, so we basically have 20 minutes to do this.
0: Do it all the time, baby. Fire it up.
1: All right, so uh, we're going to start with the one match that isn't for a championship belt on this card, and that's Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan. When I say lightning round, guys, I mean lightning round. JCB, what you got? Reigns. Raines. That was a little bit too lightning round. I mean, I wouldn't mind a little bit of, like, just say something. How about, this?
2: How about this? You really think that Eric Rowan is going over Roman Reigns? Man, you must be out your goddamn mind. That's is that you,
3: <laughs> That's my dog. What you got, Murray? I'm going to go with Roman Reigns.
1: Rowan Reigns? Okay. It's a Bushway, you got? Roman Reigns or Eric Rowan? He's taking Eric Rowan. I He's respect it. I respect it. Okay, uh, next we're gonna go with the two hundred five live cruiserweight championship. This is the only one that's a triple threat, which means it's my favorite match of the night. We have Drew Gulak, Drew Gulak versus Umberto Carrillo versus Lince Dorado, and you gotta go in order, guys. What do you got, Murray?
3: I, I don't think there's enough going for the other two guys, so I'm I I, I don't know what order. Dorado. Um, the other one, and then Gulak's gonna retain.
1: Yeah, you didn't say <laughs> anything, any name like You said Niner, you said the other one, and Kulak. I said Gulak.
0: Oh, you did? Okay, I had well, sinus <laughs> problems today. <laughs> you said G- Corrado, Dorado is the least
1: likely Oh, you're to taking. Win? Yes. Corrado Soprano Jr. Okay, <laughs> yes.
3: uh, I don't know who those two are, to be honest with you. So that's funny. I, I know who would say Dorado Her is. Gulak okay, is retain, uh, though. Andrew,
1: you're up next. Umberto Carrillo, somebody give him a mic. Umberto Carrillo versus Drew Gulag versus Lince Dorado. Least likely, likely the most likely. Whatever order you just said them to me, that's top to bottom. Okay, you got Lince Dorado, and you
2: got Drew Gulag, and you got Carrillo. Uh, who you got? Two beer. (laughs) I have uh, Gulag retaining. And then we'll go with uh, Umberto Carrillo, and then we'll go with Lance Dorado. Or Lance Dorado. Okay, I'm going to go
1: Gulag retaining, Lince Dorado, and then that guy I've never heard of. Good uh, lord. Now, if I, have, if I haven't heard of him, I don't know if you guys know this about me. I have a wrestling podcast. I probably should prefer. Uh who you got, JCB? Uh
0: I'm going uh same way with two beer, at least in the the back two ends. Uh Gulak win and uh actually take that back. I'm going Lince Dorado is the second most likely to win, and then Umberto Carrillo, the third most likely. Uh, Lince Dorado and uh Davari have something going on so that might be something to watch out for but who'd I think Gulak wins who'd you take first? Gulak, Gulak is most likely Lindsay Dorado second, Creo third.
1: Alright now we got a bunch of stuff going on. We got Andrew Bushway we got the New Day versus the Revival for the Raw Champions, Smackdown Championship? Jesus team? Christ are you serious right got, now? But the Revival's a Raw team. Who you got? Revival or New Day? Revival for sure. He's going revival for sure.
0: See, I like that. That, that like, you know, fuck well, you what got you talking about. Um, I'm gonna go New Day. That's that's who I already picked, but I can see why people are going to say revival.
3: Uh, we're going lightning round, so I'm not gonna get into it. But I feel like there's a reason why I'm going to say this, and I'm going with revival.
0: Give us the reason, real fast.
3: Uh, because it, uh, I'll actually get into that when we get to. Randy Kofi okay. so, but uh, I'm going Revival
1: I'm going to take New Day
2: Just because I don't think They've done anything For the Revival To build him up Who you got to be uh, Same yeah I think uh, They think That Revival's On their way out And they're not going to Do anything to Appease them They're just going to Keep burying them.
1: Shinsuke Nakamura versus The Miz for the Intercontinental title. Uh, Nakamura has the title right now. I'm going to take The Miz because I know they're going into Fox, and I think that they would rather have Miz hold the title than Nakamura, especially him with the TV show. Who you got, Lucha Chris?
3: Miz actually had an interview not too long ago where he said if he has to do it again, it will bring back the prestige of the Intercontinental title since no one's doing anything with it right now. I'm going to have to go with the Miz. Even also,
1: I- it will be his ninth Intercontinental Championship and- tying... Yep,
0: Y two J, uh, JCB, which they didn't even say on WWE programming. Oh, not so say Y2J. No, I'm just saying that that it's that's where even though I told you I would pick a Nakamura, I can see why they would do Miz at that point because that's some Petty Crocker ass shit. But that's another story for another he time.
2: Petty Crocker ass. I'm shit. still ta-
0: I'm still taking Nakamura regardless because I mean why waste Sami Zayn and put them together?
2: Uh, Zach, who you got? Uh, I the only reason I have Miz is because of the Jericho uh, title like record, and they're gonna want to get rid of that as quickly as possible.
1: Bushway, hold up a one for Miz or a two for Nakamura. Oh no, yeah, use the mic. No, jump
2: in, yeah,
3: Nakamura.
1: Nakamura see,
2: that's my from Nakamura. <laughs> we haven't taught him that Okay, a long time. <laughs> so
1: let's go with the King of the Ring finals. We have Chad Gable versus Baron Corbin on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to say this. I'll go first. I don't usually go first, and I don't want to feel like people are, like I'm waiting to see what everybody else says. I'm going to go with Chad Gable. I don't think that Baron Corbin needs it. I think that the David versus Goliath thing, as much as I appreciate Jason's prediction at the very beginning, because I think you can go back and let's do a podcast a couple of times ago when Jason said, this has got Barry Corbin written
2: all <laughs> over it. <laughs> Jesus. Right. He was right.
1: It did have Baron Corbin written all over it. But I think that now is the time for Chad Gable. It's like, the point of the king of the ring is to put it on a guy. You don't have to put a belt on him, but look let, like let's just see how it looks on him and I like Chad Gable a lot. I'm going Chad Gable Murray.
3: Uh I think they're there whether it's a real thing or not, I think it's a curse when the guys who are in the competition put the crown on before they've won and he's done it twice, Corbin. So I'm going with Chad Gable.
2: Nice. Who you got two beer? Gonna bet with my head and not with my heart here. Um Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin. I, Push just, way. It just has it written all over Baron
1: me. Corbin or Chad Gable?
0: Gable. Gable. Hell yeah. I
1: know who you're taking. You're taking Corbin? Do
0: I even, do It's going to be real hard to put Chad Gable with that robe because he's so freaking small. Oh, well, maybe Bell, he doesn't Bell, have to do it. I know. Bell I know. I, it. I play playing on the David and the Goliath thing. I still think it's Baron Corbin. I really do. It just makes too much sense.
1: Man, the only guy who I ever looked good on. Well, there's two of them. Booker they, T, Mari no. no Barrett, <laughs> Wade Barrett. Oh
0: fuck, Wade Barrett looked awesome in it. That was man, Never mind. That that's gonna be a whole other match. Keep going. My King right. and King Booker. AJ are good.
1: Styles versus
0: Cedric Alexander.
1: Cedric Alexander got the big pin uh, Monday night. I I liked. Uh, by the way, we didn't talk about Austin on Monday night. It kind of sucks having Austin out there because it's, it's it just shows how how enigmatic and great he is. And how electric he is and how they can't make a star with anyone else. No, they can't. He's just too good. Yeah. He overshines people 20 years after his prime. It's unbelievable. Uh, Cedric Alexander versus AJ Styles. Murray, you're up first.
3: Uh, unfortunately, I'm going to have to go with AJ Styles. They've been putting wins on uh, on on uh, on the other one way too much lately. And uh, yeah, I think AJ is going to retain. AB, you're up next. I'm also going with
1: AJ, Styles. AJ Styles for AB. Uh Zach
2: give me AJ. I really like Cedric. I don't think they're ready to put the US title on him though but I like that they've been giving him wins and making him look good. And I'll go they should f- keep, they've been doing, I don't say a lot of good about WWE, but they've been doing a pretty good job with Cedric. I agree. Just put that out there. I'm on the record. Oh, yeah, that's nice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 uh, I'm going to go Cedric Alexander because I think AJ needs to graduate to better things. I think he's going to move up to the main event level. I think the OC is a real stable that they're going to get behind. I'm going Cedric Alexander plus I wish. Cedric Alexander. Along with Buddy Murphy, they have the two best finishers in WWE right now. AJ
3: sold the shit oh, the, out of it. AJ that.
1: sold the shit out of it Monday night. It Dude, was that was ridiculous. It looks so great. The lum what are they call the lumbar, lumbar check. Lumbar check. Uh, what do you got, JCB?
0: I picked AJ. I can totally see Cedric winning just for the fact that if Seth does win, he will need a heel opponent. You can move AJ up and have that heel opponent.
1: So, you're taking Cedric?
0: No, I'm taking AJ, but I can see AJ losing, and that's the reason why he would lose.
1: Okay, let's uh, move on to one of the women's matches. Uh, we'll go Bailey versus Charlotte Flair for the SmackDown Women's Championship. JCB, you're up first.
0: Uh, I picked Bailey uh, going in. I'm going to stick with it, obviously. Um, I see this ending in a disqualification, so that way you can protect Charlotte, but keep the belt on Bailey. Uh,
1: I am also going to go with Bailey um, for reasons that I'll explain later. Uh, I think that they are trying to move Charlotte Flair towards 16 title reigns as soon as possible. Excuse me. At the same time, um, I think the Bailey heel turn, as kind of milquetoast as it's been, uh, needs to keep going. uh, 2 beer.
2: Yeah, uh, Bailey uh, did the job in that tag match. And uh, it's also going to be Charlotte's hometown, so Charlotte's going to lose, and then they're actually going to be in Bailey's hometown coming up. Yep, and I think she's going to lose in San Jose. Um, so they're going to have Bailey lose the title. Then it's just not going to be now. Man, that's deep shit.
1: That is deep, knowledgeable shit. That's why you guys tuned <laughs> in the Bam from Ringside okay. podcast. Okay, because Zach is bringing the okay. analysis. What do you got, Murray Man? Right.
3: Uh, yeah. I'm gonna. Uh, earlier in the day, I picked Flair. But after thinking about it between then and now, I'm Jason, gonna go. Jason doesn't do that. I'm gonna go. Jason with, sends me his shit and <laughs> goes with it no matter I'm what. Go, I'm gonna go with Bailey and I'll get to that when we well, get, say, Excuse me. When we, I'm gonna get to. Ba- I'm gonna go with Bailey now and I'm gonna get to why when we get to the Sasha match.
1: Andrew, you got Bailey or Charlotte Flair? Uh, He's got Charlotte Flair. It's I love talking to shit contrary. when we're talking. Bay- <laughs> Uh, so we got mm. Seth Roll No you know what you know, oh, fuck. No, That that's cool. ass is
2: so fat I don't even think I could penetrate I think I would just be like on the outside of it Like it would just be, titty just be like Titty fucker butt
0: cheeks
1: <laughs> Jesus
2: Christ guys
0: Hey I gotta get it all out <laughs> No survivors <laughs> Please I'm sorry <laughs>
1: If you or any of your family members have ever been abused, please call
2: this.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He touched Uh, me here! Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. I'll go first. I think that this is... uh, They've, I think they telegraphed
2: it for a while. I think Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode go over. Yeah, there's no reason for them to be a tag team unless they're going to put the belts on them. And Vince loves these random fucking tag teams. He, yeah, loves, he doesn't like actual tag teams. He doesn't teams. like actual tag teams. He loves putting two singles guys into a tag team, or he loves taking a tag, tag team and turn them into two singles Sure
1: guys. does. Andrew Bushway, you got Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode or Seth Rollins and Ron Strowman. The second one. He's taking... Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman, uh, JCB.
0: Um, I'm going with the challengers to take the titles. It just, it just, yeah, you know what it is. I don't even want to talk about it. I- it's too-
3: I hate the way they built these two together, but since they've been together, they've actually been a pretty good tag team, and I see there's a storyline the reason why they're going to take the titles off of Seth and, and Braun, so we'll go with Ziggler. I just
1: wanted to give him a name. I just don't want to be rude and... It's, you, you know how, like, it was Cesaro... Somebody and she, said it the other day. It was yeah, like... Uh, w- w- w-
0: Rudolph or something? Yeah, shit? Rudolph. Rudolph. Oh, that's bad. That's the I'm, worst. I mean good. that's real bad. I'm not I I didn't come up with the What shit. I
1: liked when it was Sheamus and Cesaro and eventually they start calling them the Bar, and I'm like, oh, the Bar's yeah. actually a dope And they had like a best out of
2: seven before they turned yeah.
1: into it. And it the best out of seven they tied on the last one, yeah. remember? The Zig and Ruth connection. connection. That I was mean.
3: actually <laughs> really cool. Uh, <laughs>
1: okay. for the women's tag team oh, titles, you job, have but... Fire and Desire, Mandy Rose giving one of the worst. Promos in the history of WWE television. Ed Vince
2: written all over it. Versus
1: Bliss and Cross. Uh, who you got, Murray,
3: Nikki and Alexa? Yeah.
2: Who you got? Yeah, for sure. Zach. I mean, they're gonna keep that thing going. Uh, I actually wasn't super into them being a team at first, and it, it's worked. They got it's good chemistry.
1: Fun. Yeah, I like it. Uh, Alexa's always going to be on TV just because Vince likes her. And because she's also really good. Not just because Vince likes her. No, she's she's good on television. She is a
2: talent.
3: Like yes. she's a star. She's a she, fucking star. She is a star. They'll, they'll tell a story with those two at the end of whatever this is, too.
1: Yeah, and it'll be cool. Uh Bushway, Bliss and Cross versus Fire and Desire. Hey, look at me. Dead in the eye versus fire, fire and desire. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy as
3: fuck. I was gonna pick the first one, but now I'm picking <laughs>
1: Fire and desire. Oh, oh my Christ! <laughs> God, it moved a little bit. I'm telling you guys, it moved a little bit. That was Phil, so hot. Got a His eyebrows jiggled like so Alexa hot. Bliss's butt cheeks. Uh, I'd rather you I guys don't do that t-
3: over t- my lap next time. Yeah,
1: yeah. That,
0: that whole thing was just.
1: <laughs> you know what? From now, right. from now on, Bushway, I'm fire and desire. <laughs> uh, JC Boo, who you got?
0: I got the chance retained. Um, the, the payoff is Alexa Bliss putting the knife in Nikki Cross's back.
1: Yes, I'm agreeing with that. I am. Won't happen yet. Won't happen yet. But I, yeah, that's what the story yeah, is. Nick, Nikki's the new Nia. Yeah. Nikki's the new Nia. I'm taking the same thing. Okay, uh, we have three <laughs> left. Uh, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks. I, I don't think this is going to headline the pay per view. I could see it headlining the pay per view. They put a lot of s- stock into Seth Rollins pinning Brock Lesnar twice clean, well, cleanish. But um, <laughs> yeah, right. I think that Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks is
0: probably the hottest feud. No,
2: aesthetically, yeah. Am yeah. I
0: wrong? No, I'm, I would probably say it's got the most heat so far. Yeah. So
1: what do you got, Jason? Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks.
0: Important for both. Both need a. I mean, just need a good match just to keep momentum going. Sasha coming back, Becky to regain some momentum. I'm picking Sasha here just for the simple fact that it would make. No sense whatsoever to do all this for Sasha and have her come right out the gate and drop the fucking ball. This heel turn needs to be solidified. This is the chance. You have another chance after that to then do a rematch at Hell in a Cell so then, God forbid, Sasha can retain <laughs> the title. No, we're good. We're good. I'm bringing <laughs> it back down. I saw me getting ready to take off. I'm bringing it back down. Sasha Banks wins the the Raw Women's uh, Championship. Before
1: anybody else talks, counterpoint, when Brock Lesnar made his return after Cena beat Rock the night after WrestleMania, Cena also beat Brock Lesnar at Extreme Rules, the very next pay-per-view. I'm just putting that out there. Uh, Zach, what you got?
2: I got Sasha, man. Uh, I think uh, they're going Becky to chase a little bit. I think Sasha is only back on, like, a good faith, like, situation where they're like, all right, here's a program for you. We're going to give you the belt. We're going to let you retain one. Although, I can also see Vince being petty as fuck and being like, we'll give you the belt. And then the day of Hell in a Cell, you're jobbing for the sixth time in a row. Nah, man, it can't like, happen like dude, that, dude. But it just I, can't. I, st- it I can, can see it, it could. I'm and not saying
0: it couldn't. Just I'm to just to saying fucking- this is – that's just – that would be
1: absolutely dude it would ridiculous. be over the top but i can see it happening i'm taking sasha banks because becky is better in chase mode uh murray
3: i was going to say that too I, and because with bailey as champion and sasha as champion they don't need the tag championships anymore they're just the queens of of the championships yeah. and they're going to run as heels together as champions andrew bushway sasha banks or becky lynch uh becky
1: lynch Mm-mm. God, he's either going to get a lot of points or no points. Oh. <laughs> no,
0: I've the balls on him.
1: <laughs> All right, we have the two men's championships left. We have Kofi Kingston versus Randy Keith Orton. I've uh, <laughs> never
2: heard his middle name.
0: Really? Yeah, yeah, that's his real
2: name. Is that why it's an RKO? Yeah, yeah. See, wow. look at look at the brains on Big Brad. You know what the case stood for? I just saw his knockout, Randy Knockout. Are you serious right yeah. now?
3: It stands for kind. Right, Seth, you're up
2: first. <laughs> Seth, you're up. First. <laughs> Seth, you're up first. Uh, <laughs> or, Zach,
0: you're up first. And he uh, said it twice. I you're
3: actually, drinking. I actually <laughs> uh, take a sip.
2: I could see uh, Randy taking it uh, and giving it to uh, um, uh, the, f- the Fiend so I actually I'm going to take Randy Orton.
1: giving it to The Fiend Ooh. giving it to him just in a
2: in that house of whores I never just thought just giving about that. it to him but yeah I think uh, I'm going to take Randy that's my it's my hot take
1: Kinda of stole my thunder, but that's <laughs> all right. I was hoping nobody would mention the fiend during the entire thing. I uh, was,
0: but just not here. Uh, I, I think that
1: uh I think that Randy's gonna take it just because SmackDown's going to Fox. And they need a big star. Well, instead of Vince being like, you know what? Maybe the country's ready for a black champion, Vince is like, no! Nah! Let's go we'll to it the on tall Randy. white guy with the bald head. Yeah. We'll get all
2: the fucking world rural, rural
1: viewers. Tan him up.
0: Let's tell people he's native. Yeah, y'all going to hell. <laughs> y'all going to hell. I'm, take, I'm taking Randy Orton. Okay. I'm taking Kofi Kingston. I'm going under the premise that he wins here and then with Brock Lesnar upon the horizon. That's when he loses. At some point, you can make the argument that Randy can lose to Brock. You can make the argument that Randy loses to uh, Bray Wyatt. All makes sense. All plausible. I'm just sticking to the script. I mean,
1: a Kofi a Brock match sounds like way more fun than the Brock Orton match. Okay, that's why well, I'm got, trying Mark? to go with
3: it. Uh, the reason why I picked Revival earlier is because I feel like Randy Orton's going to win this. Kofi's had an amazing run, and longer than anybody thought he would. Way longer than any of us expected, especially any
1: the, way longer than any anybody expected. Like, are you guys watching us on YouTube or Twitter right now? Way longer
0: than anybody expected. <laughs> but yeah, so yes, I'm eating crow. I yes. feel like,
3: and, and this feud has been good too. So I, I mean, I'm not going to be mad either way. But I feel like Randy Orton's going to win, and like he said, with the Brock thing or the Fiend, either way. It's all going to go somewhere with Randy walking out the championship.
1: Bushway, who you got, Kofi Kingston or Randy Orton? Kofi Kingston. He's
0: got Kofi Kingston. Yeah. I, th- I think he's going against the grain just to go against the grain, which I have no problem with. No, he's the he's the placebo. He's the placebo.
1: But that's cool. That's your wrestling name, the placebo. It's a pretty good band. Uh, Last is Seth Rollins versus Braun Strowman. Now, here is where I see The Fiend getting involved. Now, listen, uh, they have they have played up or they have built the Fiend character as perfectly as they've built up a character in a very long time. Yeah, here I, on I w- don't remember
2: it on being on, as good on, on
1: WWE television. The fact that they've let him do whatever he wants to and spaced it out, spaced it out, take your time, and they've told, and he keeps saying, See you in hell to Seth and Braun. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw a triple threat match coming out of this Clash of Champions into Hell in the Cell. That being said, we're always betting on who's going to retain or who's going to have the title coming out of it, so I'm taking Seth Rollins. I can't take Braun Strowman unless we see some kind of... Uh, I mean, we also have Roman versus uh, Rowan. We could have some kind of Luke Harper... White uh, family reunion, something like that. You I do think Luke Harper's mm, coming back at yeah, all. Yeah, I was going to say. He's not,
2: not back interested anymore. in yeah, Luke Yeah, I think
0: that's, that's kind of a stretch on All there.
2: right, Two Beer, you're up next. We're doing Seth and Braun. Yes. Yeah, it's not Braun. Thanks for paying attention. <laughs> Sorry, I got a sick kid at home. I'm, I'm texting, I got a sick kid. My, my youngest is uh, throwing up. Wait a dick, uh, Bill. Yeah. yeah, my dog is hungry. Wow. wow. That's equivalent. Yeah, I was going to
0: say, you just need to probably stop talking. Um, I'm going to take Seth Rollins here. Uh, everything that Bill says, this is where I think the Fiend makes his appearance. You can, like I said, you can make it for Randy Orton. It makes sense there. I think it really makes sense here to ultimately set up a triple threat. That way, Seth retains. Braun is protected. You can now enter The Fiend into the mix. Triple uh, threat. So we, had the, you know, we did not hang out before tonight. Yeah, so. I was going to say, you said exactly everything I was already thinking yep. It was perfect. That's on, what I see. On a going. lighter
2: note, if my kid dies, Reba can eat her. What, what oh the fuck goodness. is <laughs> huh? nice? No They're getting it. Everybody's happy except That's, for me. That'll save me food. <laughs> uh,
1: I mean i w I'm I mean, not going to allow this says. nonsense. Wait, which
2: kid is it? It's Stella. Oh my
1: god. No, don't. No, she's not allowed to eat Stella. I mean she looks delicious. Now we're auctioning
3: <laughs> off your kids? She's ah, so she's, she's a great for, kid. Oh, Murray, what you got? I'm gonna I'm gonna go crazy. So cute. I'm gonna go crazy. She's, she's the not best you. human. I'm I'm pretty fucking cute. Yeah. I'm going with <laughs> Braun Strowman. You're going with
1: Braun Strowman, huh? He's never had it. <laughs> I know. Okay, Bushway. And, and lead us long home, long. lead us home. You got Seth Rollins or Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman. I told He's you, day <laughs> <and> <laughs> I Braun <wanted> it. Strowman. <laughs> That's
0: nice, right on. <laughs> hey,
1: everybody. We know there's tons of podcasts to listen to, so we appreciate you guys taking the time out of your day to listen to ours. Not a big birthday week. No, no. Not a big birthday week. Nobody
0: oh, was born this week.
1: Uh, it was in my, the annals of time. It, it was my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Janine. Happy birthday, Mom. Happy birthday, Janine Telly Veggie. Uh, she is. Forty
0: nine. <laughs> well, we know at least she's alive. We she, got to guess about she that. She, had you, yep. she ain't listening.
1: She ain't listening. Yeah, she's alive. Jesus Christ. Uh, Road Warrior Animal is fifty nine. I think he's alive. I think he. Yes, to he's on alive. Podcast. God damn it. That's he's here yeah. <laughs> Baron Corbin is thirty five. He's alive. Teddy, just a flag. Teddy Long is seventy two. I guess Black does crack. And Jim Cornette. <laughs> Jim Cornett is fifty eight. I just bought
2: that.
3: fucking Hey everybody. Jim we know shirt, by
1: there's by the tons of podcasts listening. We appreciate you guys taking your time out to listen to ours. He looks old as shit. Whatever. Bill's
2: Whatever. about to get put into a one on one match with The Undertaker. <laughs> <laughs> for Shot City Studios. Check! For JD Twigs. Check! For FB you know, Eatery. Check.
1: For Schlafly. Check. For Andrew Bushway. Why are you pissing down Dall- For Murray man? Murray man. Peace. Murray Man. 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 Hey, hey, Murray Man. Hey, Murray Man. Hey, Murray Man. Hey, Murray Man. Two beers, Zach Rowan, for Jason Cornelius Bell I, I have have for Vice, Bo Man. Eastman. Jack. I am Bill Vegan, Everybody, Jack.
0: move the heat.